What's the game-changing realization that helped you build a high-performing team? That question is at the center of every episode of the HR Impact Show. Every HR professional wants to build a team that has empowered managers, engaged employees, and an organization that's striving to become elite. The challenge is that you're often told to do more with less. We're gonna fix that. Every week, we will feature executive and senior HR leaders from across the country, and they will share with us their actionable insights and best practices that can help empower you to create an engaged elite workforce. Here's the show. Imagine that you're a left-handed person and every time you try to use your left hand, you get hit in the hand with a, a ruler and are forced to use your right hand. That's actually what happened to me when I was growing up as a little kid in India. And the reason that I bring this up is that when you look at the world of work, a lot of organizational cultures are structured that way where you are constantly getting smacked in the hand if you stray from what is quote unquote acceptable in corporate culture. And that is one of the biggest reasons why organizations deal with a disengaged workforce because there are large segments of your employee landscape that are probably feeling like they can't be who they are within your environment. So how do you fix that? So one of the first things that you need to look at if you're looking to build an inclusive workspace is that your leaders have to set the tone. They have to make a commitment to diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging through every facet of the organization. Now, this has to go beyond throwing up a banner and putting up stock images. That's corporate cowardice at its best, and your employees will see through that right away. So leaders have to lead by example and make a steadfast commitment to diversity, inclusion, belonging within uh, their organization. Then when you look at bringing new people into the organization, you need to be proactive. You need to make sure that everything from your postings to your interview process to your panels, all of those things have to be evaluated from a process perspective to make sure that they're being inclusive and giving everyone a fair shot at the opportunity and you're removing bias from the process. Now, it's not enough to look at the talent attraction side and the hiring side. Once those employees are in your organization, you need to make sure that your organizational commitment to inclusion shows up on a regular and consistent basis. You need to have regular training. You need to lead with empathy and understanding within your organization. And this is an ongoing process. It's not something that you leverage or you execute as if it's a PR exercise. Another element that you need to think about when you're trying to build an inclusive culture is, are you creating an environment where everyone is free to express themselves and share their ideas based on their lived experiences and perspectives? It, this has to be a core aspect of how you move in your day-to-day -day from how you conduct your town halls to your one-on-ones to your suggestions and feedback, all of those voices need a, a place where they can be heard. And that's going to occur when you focus on creating psychologically safe environments. Certainly, when you look at building a more inclusive culture, you need to focus on how are you creating celebration that reflects or 
those members of diverse communities within your organization and diverse communities in general. And it's not enough to just celebrate. You need to make sure that celebration is paired with access for opportunities to, for growth and, and advancement. And this element is where all, many organizations go, will go wrong because they fail to understand that members of underrepresented communities are typically not going to raise their hands. So you need to have an active mentorship and sponsorship mechanism in place so that the members of those communities are given an opportunity to shine in those growth opportunities. When you look at building an inclusive culture, it's not going to be an overnight effort. And this is where a lot of the performative exercises that organizations do, the banners and the stock footage and the random statement in support of one uh, social issue or another, it falls flat because it's not embedded into your organization and it's not in the lived day-to-day -day experiences of those employees. So you have to take a long-term view embedding this into your organization. You need to create that feedback culture and understand that it's a continuous journey and that feedback that you get from your employees, you have to act on it. The action is what drives the build out or the successful build out of an inclusive culture. When you think about becoming an elite organization, you can't do it without embedding EIB principles within your organization and you can't execute it well if your people aren't feel, feeling included in the process. Because that inclusion aspect of it is what empowers your managers and what engages your employees. And those two factors are what leads to helping you become an elite organization. Thanks for listening to this episode of the HR Impact Show. We hope you liked the conversation. Don't forget to continue supporting us by joining the HR Impact community. You can find the community at www.engagerocket.co slash HR Impact. Tune in next time where we'll have another guest who's going to share with us the game-changing insights that help them build high-performing teams.